0: No one has it perfect. Keep in mind that everyone you see that has earned something, there's a story behind it. Now, arrogance comes in when people are not willing to tell that story. Now, if somebody's willing to tell you that story and all you're hearing about is the accomplishment and the achievement, that's your problem. Those who are willing to tell the story, listen to it. See what they had to go through to get to where they are. What's up y'all? It's your girl Dr. Nina and I'm assuming that y'all like me just a little bit because this is the first episode after the introduction. So thank you for joining me for the Now That's Life podcast with Dr. Nina today. So hopefully y'all just as excited as me but probably y'all looking at this title like what in the world are we talking about today? We not bragging? It's just fact? Girl, what you talking about? So to make it plain and simple, we are talking about the idea of hiding your light under a bush in order to make other people feel comfortable. A lot of times we get very uncomfortable celebrating ourselves because we think we won't appear humble or full of humility. We think we'll appear boastful and proud. And instead of celebrating those goals that we're crushing, those accomplishments, those achievements we're working so hard for, we try to please everybody else and make sure they don't feel bad in the midst of that. And so we're going to talk about how to exist in that space, right? How to celebrate yourself while also appreciating what other people have to bring. And on the flip side, we're going to talk about how if you're feeling bad about the accomplishments of others, how you can dwell well in your own space, celebrate others, and allow that to motivate you and push you to your goals. I'm your host, Dr. Nina Ellis Hervey, a licensed psychologist in the states of Texas and Louisiana. I'm an associate and tenured professor, as well as a clinic director, and also known as Beautiful Brown Baby Doll of YouTube. Now listen up, I want this podcast to be a helpful resource to you, but this is not meant to be a substitution for your relationship with a licensed mental health professional. You heard me. So y'all, I really wanted to talk about this today because it's become so important. A lot of people that I talk to, including my students, mentees, even my mentors and colleagues, people I work with daily, are often telling me that they're having so many issues with making sure that others understand that they're not trying to boast or brag, that they really are just this person who's out here trying to set goals, become better, be better, do better, want more, be more, right? And a lot of times they feel that they're discouraged in that. They're discouraged, people become jealous, people think they're full of themselves and they're really not on board with even them mentioning anything that has to do with what they're doing to be on the come up right? And I think many of us can relate to that. I think that's not anything to do with education levels. I don't think that's anything to do with just your socioeconomic status. Whatever you're doing out here to try to become better, remember that sometimes people will be discouraging. Sometimes people will get jealous. And I know a lot of you all have asked me, how do you feel okay with celebrating yourself? How do you feel better about being in that space where you actually learn to say, hey, I'm proud of me. I've done a lot. I'm going to continue to do more. And not only that, I want to share that with the world and, and not harm them, but show them that they too can do exactly what they want to do. How do you reach that point? And then on the other side, when you're coming up that mountain, how do you feel better about yourself in the face of seeing others achieve a lot of the goals and accomplishments that they're setting out to achieve? Now, this is not just important at the beginning of the year when everybody making all of these random changes, but I'm talking about those of us that throughout the year are constantly grinding, pushing, doing the most that we can to be better. And I think that this is so essential to discuss because so many of us get caught up in what do the other people think of me? So we become less productive. We also become less likely to share the things we have going on in order to motivate others. And not only motivate others, but keep ourselves motivated and focused. Now, y'all know I'm going to get into a little bit of research concerning this. However, what I want to say is a lot of times what I've noticed is we stunt ourselves mentally, spiritually, physically, and emotionally when we engage in hiding our lights under a bush. It has an effect on us and it has a big and negative effect on others. So we have to be very careful about doing that. And thinking that we're really helping other people. On the other side of that, those of us that choose to achievement police, and you know who that is, the bitter lemon faces, the people who anything you say that has to do with what you're doing, they got something to say about it or telling you to be quiet or not talking about it. And if somebody even brings you up when you haven't brought yourself up, these people are angry. First off, let's handle this, okay? A lot of times these very people are just gonna be unhappy no matter what. They just going to be mad no matter what you do. If you breathe, they going to be angry. So satisfying them in this case is, is really not going to work to your benefit. So we're going to refer to said people as they, right? I, I Somehow, no matter how old you are, everybody that talk about you or have something to say becomes they. And then you start to think, do I even know who they are? Sometimes we don't, and they don't even know who they are. So we first off need to stop factoring in they's opinion. So one of my all-time mantras about humility and humbleness came from my very own sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, MUTAL chapter, where I learned the saying, and I internalized the saying, humility with dignity, humbleness with pride. Again, humility with dignity, humbleness with pride. What that taught me was, I can be humble, I can have humility, but I don't have to drop my head down low. I don't have to be on the ground and let people walk on me or over me in order for me to not hurt other people's feelings. I don't have to not share who I am and be comfortable in that space when it's fact. If I am who I am, then I am who I am. And I said what I said. Okay. (laughs) And I think that a lot of times we mistaken this whole humility debate and humbleness with being lowly. Um, basically, the person who around her wearing holes in their clothes and you know not talking about anything and if anybody asks you about yourself deflect and make sure you don't say anything about who you are and what you're doing because that might hurt somebody else's feelings oh my god did i say something did i do something we're in our heads the whole time when it's interesting that in our culture y'all know your girl loves some trap music right but we know a lot of times in that trap music we listen to people talk about the gold the jewelry the for lack of better words the hoes the negroes the whatever they got going (laughs) whatever they got going in this music and we'll support that we'll be okay but if the person next to us is trying to be on the come up and they're doing a little bit better or different than us right in our own minds in our own minds then we want to discourage them we'll support the talks of things that might not even be true The money that might not even be available or there, but God forbid the people that we call our friends, our family members and others around us, those associates are pushing ahead of us. If it seems that way, or even your coworkers, if it seems that way then we wanna discourage them. So there's two sides to that coin. We got the people afraid to admit to who they are, afraid of seeming braggadocious. And then we got the folks over here that wanna police you. They wanna police the amount that you speak about yourself, that you talk about your accomplishments and your achievements. They wanna put you in this box of what they deem humble and full of humility. And if you step outside of that, oh God forbid, you become arrogant. You become full of yourself. You become too much. And when you think you're too much, somebody got to sit your butt down. And when people start sitting your butt down, that can hurt. That can really, really hurt. So in my field, what we say is that you've been shaped. Your behavior has been shaped. And I know that this personally has happened to me. And what I mean by shaping is that when you start to get that feedback, when people start to think you're full of yourself, when they say you're boasting or you're bragging, when even you're not, when you're just mentioning facts, even if you just breathe and they have a problem with it. A lot of times you start to change how you respond, what you say, what you do. You become overly sensitive. This can heighten your anxiety levels. This can cause you to feel less than. This can also cause you to hide yourself and not feel comfortable in your own skin. So you're really being very harmful to yourself in doing that because you can't ever feel free to be exactly who you are or even share your gifts and your purpose. On the flip side, it also seems that the policer of all of these accomplishments and achievements and the person who tells everybody they need to be humble, they become affected as well. So they live in a world where no one can ever meet their standards. No one is ever going to be able to be humble enough Yet when they have some achievement or accomplishment, they're probably going to talk about it or they get to live in a world where they don't have to achieve or accomplish anything because they stop everybody from talking about anything. (laughs) So if they don't achieve anything, they don't feel bad. So nobody's making them feel bad. So if everybody shuts up about what they're earning and achieving or their lives in general, then this person who's policing all of this, Feels better about themselves. They don't have to feel like they're behind or feel like they're missing out or feel like they're doing anything. So it creates this almost negative psychological cycle, this cyclical behavior that becomes negative for both sides. So nobody really wins when this happens. Now, according to Psychology Today and Dr. Michael Austin, a professor of philosophy, I'm going to read what he had to say. While some misunderstand humility as low self-esteem or self-denigration, a proper conception of this virtue has both self-regarding and other regarding components. The humble person keeps her accomplishments, gifts, and talents in a proper perspective. She has self-knowledge and is aware of her limitations as an individual and as a human being. But humble individuals are also oriented towards others. They value the welfare of other people and have the ability to, quote, forget themselves as well when appropriate. So nothing about that says, <laughs> nothing about that says that this person cannot mention what is fact. Nothing about that says that this person is not balanced enough to realize that they shouldn't always talk about themselves. Nothing about that means that a person shouldn't ever talk about the great things that are happening in their lives. Um, we got to get back on track with understanding the meaning of words and stop holding people to the expectations of our own meanings. When we look at humility and humbleness here, we see that this person also puts in perspective the welfare of other people. So maybe the message in the madness is that, hey, I'm achieving these things. Not just look at me, but I'm proud of you too. Like we are doing great things. Things are wonderful right now. Or what are you doing? How can I help you? How can my gifts help give back to you? So instead of you hearing that this person is trying to hurt you, (laughs) maybe you should hear that this person is trying to help you or even share things with you so that you feel more easy in sharing what you've accomplished and achieved. And I think also this sheds light on the whole idea of comparing. A person with humility and umpleness is not trying to tell you what they have is better than what you have. It might be different, but what they want to do is share that journey with you. Um, And we see here that that person is probably sharing that journey, not because of the accomplishment, but because of what they learned along the way, what's been given along the way. And the same can be said for the person who's sharing. It does not mean that you should quiet yourself. It does not mean that you should hide your light under a bush because you won't be humble or full of humility if you do share what's going on with you it just means that you keep in perspective that of course you're not the only person in the world doing great things but maybe that you're just proud of the things that you're doing and ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong with that as long as you ain't lying as long as you ain't cheating and making it up or making others feel or trying let's say the intent or purpose is not trying to make other people feel bad then i mean you still hold your crown you still hold it and proudly now further on on that research on humility shows that this trait has great value now it says here humility has been linked with better academic performance job performance and excellence in leadership humble people have better social relationships avoid deception in their social interactions And they tend to be forgiving, grateful, and cooperative. A recent set of studies also shows that humility is a consistent predictor of generosity. People who are humble tend to be more generous with both their time and their money. Now, I used to wonder why a lot of people would come to me and say, how do you do it? How how are you down to earth, but yet you share all these things that you're doing and Even in the face of people telling me that I might be boasting or bragging, okay? The reason why is because I know my intent. I know my intent is to motivate. There's people just like me that came from the same background I have and different. They could be motivated by the process I've gone through, the ups and the downs of my journey. And I won't be silenced by those who don't want to hear it for the sake of not hearing the things that have been earned along the way. A lot of times that journey is not to glorify all the things that have been earned. It's to glorify the process. It's to show people that it's possible to take nothing and make it into something. It's showing people that it's possible to talk about yourself, but also to talk about others and sharing their joy. It's also making it okay for all of us to live and breathe in our own greatness while celebrating that of others and ourselves. So one of the biggest things I've realized through my 108 pound weight loss, keeping it off 13 years, that ain't bragging. That shit is hard. Do you hear me? It's hard. (laughs) And what I want people to know though, is that it's possible. It's possible. I'm not superhuman. I'm not Wonder Woman, though I've been called that many a times. I'm still a person just like everybody else. When I'm cut, I bleed just like you. But what I want you to see is that that doesn't mean I have to give up or you have to give up on whatever goals you have. Whatever it is you seek to achieve, you can do it too. And that shouldn't hurt anybody. If it hurts somebody, that's because there's an ego somewhere. And all of us have egos, but we're talking about the bruised ones, the ones I'm calling the humbleness and humility police right now. And a lot of times what we find is we've been hurt somewhere. And so we're putting that hurt off on other people. Maybe... The person talking about the goals and the accomplishments is making us feel less than because we're failing to live our best lives, because we're failing to enjoy the fruits of our labors, because we're not even celebrating the very small steps towards bigger goals. So instead of us thinking, oh man, this person is really doing great and I want to share in that greatness and maybe I could ask or learn something from them and heck, maybe they can learn something from me. Instead of us thinking that way, we want to tell them to shut up, be quiet, don't talk about yourself. We want to somehow put some doubt in their minds about being the greatest that they can be. So you might think you're just shutting them down or or keeping them quiet. But in essence, what you could be doing is rewiring their minds, which is harmful to them and to other people around them. You could be rewiring them to believe that they are not a person that's full of dignity that they're not a person full of humbleness or truth, that they shouldn't share their stories when in all actuality, all of us have a story that can help someone else. If we get afraid or scared out of sharing that, do you know how many lives might be put at jeopardy or risk because of that? So we have to think in terms of that. And other things I feel like, have come up on my radar is my education and people treating me differently due to those things. And I think because a lot of times their own perceptions of said people with titles and, and achievements and goals and objectives and is that they're haughty. They're full of themselves and they need to be sat down. So if you're already coming at me like that, then no matter what I say, it's going to make you angry. You're going to be sitting there looking mad right? So this is for the person who's sharing in that space. No matter how I move, it's going to make you angry. No matter what I do, you're going to try to find something negative in it. So it's not bragging. It's just fact. It's just fact. It is what it is. And you got to let people live in what it is because there's stories that led up to that. There's backgrounds, there's differences, there's different goals, there's different things that we want. And so with that, I have to celebrate those differences and find within myself the thing that makes me happy and completes me. A lot of times when we speak negatively over someone, it's because of a reflection of something we're feeling within ourselves. So we have to be very careful about that. So those of y'all that watch me over on YouTube, you know I'm all about not talking about it, but being about it. So how do we change this? How do we make sure that we confront this whole idea of getting over that hump of celebrating ourselves with love and care. On the other side, I want to also talk about some things that we can do if we constantly feel insignificant or even diminished when people are accomplishing things or when they're doing more or when we feel like they're doing more than what we are. How do we solve those issues on both sides? According to Amy Moran, a psychotherapist, there are ways to celebrate without being braggadocious. So these are the things that are listed and I'm going to kind of talk about each as we go through this list. So if you want to feel better about not bragging or if you want to change your mindset and make sure that you check it off the boxes of humility, then this is what you do. One, you want to put emphasis on the hard work you have put in. Now you want to stay away from saying things like, I really didn't try hard right nobody really likes the humble bragger because it's still bragging so basically put emphasis on that journey put emphasis on that work you put in that blood that sweat and that tears what you want to make sure is you keep your eyes on what you did to get there not just that goal but what you did to get there and be willing to share that the next thing is don't belittle other people Just because you made it to another level or you've done something, you don't have to tell other people that they haven't done much in comparison to you. That, my friend, is bragging. So you want to make sure that it's an empowering experience. You don't have to be bringing a motivational speech every time. I'm not saying that. But you don't want to belittle others and tell them that they're not doing as much or comparing yourself to other people every time you bring up something you've achieved. The next thing is give credit where it's due. Now, the way you give credit where it's due is I always teach you guys that I have mentors. I have a great mother. I have people that have been in my corner that have helped to raise me to where I am. I didn't do it all by myself, right? I credit God, right, for even the activity of my limbs, this voice that y'all are hearing, all of that. I give credit where credit is due. And even when I'm working with others or coaching others or, or working with clients, I try to make sure that they understand that it's okay to give credit to those that have helped you. And even if that's negative, you know, we got to give credit even to the bad relationships we had, to that bad boyfriend, to that bad girlfriend, that bad wife, that bad husband, whatever that has pushed us to the next level of our calling. The next thing is to stick to the facts. Stick to the facts. We not bragging. It's just fact. Not, I'm a great leader. You don't want to say things like, I'm a great leader. But what you did. Like, I double sales since I've been with this company. That's just an example. You want to make sure you stating facts. What did you do? Not, I'm the bomb. Yeah, it's okay to say I'm the bomb. But what does that mean? I mean, <laughs> what does that mean? Well, or... I'm a great worker. Okay, yeah, a lot of people are great workers. What makes you a great worker? When I say I'm a great professor, I say I take my time to make sure my students understand what I'm talking about. I break down subjects to make sure that each person can learn the way that they need to. I also ensure that I present notes that are relevant to what I'm discussing. You see how those are things that are not braggy, they fact. It's exactly what I do that make up being a great professor. The next thing is express gratitude. Also thanking people for their opinions. So when you're in those positions where people are always telling you what to do or how you should do it, I've learned to say thank you. Giving credit where credit is due. You know who taught me to do that? My mentor. You don't have to take everybody's advice, but you can thank them. Sometimes people see things about you that you will never see or even appreciate. And you can thank them for that because sometimes those things, those very lessons come back and teach you something at different times in your life. So make sure that you're being thankful. Also being thankful and grateful to your higher being. For me, that's God. I'm thankful every day to have the breath, the life, the activity of my limbs, the strength to do what I do, whether it's working out, whether it's being able to buy a camera so that I can bring good video content or even this dang old microphone I'm talking on right now. This is a Blue Yeti, you hear me? I love being able to express gratitude and saying thank you. And when people do things for me, I thank them because it makes you feel better. It also helps them to feel better and more valued. The next thing is don't add a qualifier. Like I hate to brag, but You know, anytime you do that, people know what you about to do. (laughs) I hate to say it, but we'll just say it. What you finna say? So you don't have to add qualifiers. Just say what it is. If you're going to talk about things that have made you a great leader, just talk about them. You know, I really accomplished a lot by creating teams within my community that were meant to serve in outreach programs. Okay, look, I just said exactly what I did. I didn't have to say I hate to brag, but I created these teams and they the bomb. No. Okay, you can just really get straight to the point and don't add that qualifier. And the last thing for the braggy person, the last thing for the person who thinks that they might be bragging and is a little afraid of that is avoid the humble brag. Right. You don't have to say, you know, I'm not really that great, but I did do this. (laughs) I'm not all of that, but I am amazing. I mean, it. you know. It makes people confused because we don't know if you bragging or you're trying to share or you're trying to make other people feel bad. We don't know what you're trying to do. So you have to be very careful. And I'm not saying I've never been guilty of any of this. As I became more cognizant and confident in who and what I am, I stopped. (laughs) I stopped. All of these great things by Amy Morin, uh, the psychotherapist, it seems to apply with real world examples. Now, if you're also looking to be more comfortable around greatness, Amy Morin suggests this. Number one, stop comparing yourself to other people. A lot of times what we don't realize is in those situations where we become very angry about someone reporting on what they've done or what they're doing and they're doing great. The reason why we're becoming angry is because we're instantly comparing what we're doing to them. If we don't feel like we measure up, then by golly, they need to shut up. (laughs) So a lot of times we psych ourselves out. We don't allow that whole story to be told. We don't allow for them to tell us the process and the journey because we don't want to hear it. Because clearly they're doing better than us and I don't want to hear it. But you got to stop comparing yourself to other people. Your story is different. Your purpose is different. Who you are is different. And so you can't be threatened by other people. You need to be motivated by what they've done. And even if it's not that you want to do the same thing, just seeing them see their goals through, can also be very helpful to you. The next thing is reframe your scarcity mindset. There are plenty of opportunities out there. Keep that in mind. There's much out there for all of us to be able to do. Just because somebody reached a certain pinnacle or got a certain degree or reached a certain goal doesn't mean that this opportunity is not there for you. It's the same way with money. I never understand why people try to block other people's money. It's too much money out here to be made. Do you hear me? Just as many opportunities that have been presented to others can be just as easily presented to you if you put in the work, you have the grit, and you have the heart for it. That means getting through your jealousy, your unhealthy competitive spirit, all of that, in order to see the end goal. The next thing is to look at the big picture. No one has it perfect. Keep in mind that everyone you see that has earned something, there's a story behind it. Now, arrogance comes in when people are not willing to tell that story. Now, if somebody's willing to tell you that story and all you're hearing about is the accomplishment and the achievement, that's your problem. But those who are willing to tell the story, listen to it. See what they had to go through to get to where they are. We're so quick on this side of the coin to say things like the cards I was dealt didn't allow me to do all of that. And I'll never have all of that. And I'm not this and I'm not that. You're always talking about what you're not and what you don't have and what you did. Instead of focusing on what you do, instead of focusing on that bigger picture, how did that person get there? Their struggles might not be yours, but how do they translate into your own? Okay? How can you make this journey for you better and what can you learn from them? The next thing is don't judge what's fair. Stop saying what people deserve but what they don't deserve. It's not up to you. It's not up to you. Like I told you guys, I do believe in God. That's my higher being. What I believe with that is some of us have to realize that favor ain't fair. And if you want to talk about it psychologically, things happen differently for every person at every different phase. None of us even went through puberty at the same time. All of these gifts, y'all talking about y'all want and some of us don't even know how to handle those gifts. I wish I was never given the gift of puberty. It didn't feel good. It came with zits. It came with menstrual cycles. It came with weird hormones rushing through your body. None of us even got that gift at the same time. So how do you expect that everything in life is going to be granted at the very same time? You don't get to say what a person should get and what they shouldn't. And when you spend all your time deciding on what a person should have and what they shouldn't, you're wasting a lot of time not getting what you think you deserve. The next thing is... Create your own definition of success. Know what lane you're in. I always teach you guys that watch me on YouTube that you have to stay in your lane. First off, you need to realize that all of us have our own race. If you're on the track looking at the person next to you, guess what? You're going to miss the mark. You're also going to miss when you're called to run. You're going to miss your track. You're going to be trying to run on somebody else's track when you don't even have the playbook for what they're doing. When you get into this whole success definition, you're comparing apples to oranges. You're not even thinking about what you bring to the table. What you bring might be totally different and in another realm of beauty. So when you run other people's races, you're never going to win because you don't even know what has to be done in order to complete that race. You don't know the nourishment you need. You don't know the type of support you need. You might come ready to run a 5K but this calls for a full marathon, 26.2 miles. Or you might be going the opposite way. You might be ready to run the marathon, but you the another person run a half marathon. So you're missing out on your blessings. So we have to constantly think about our own definition of what it is to be successful to us, not to other people, not to the people around us and we'll start to focus on our own lanes and become more strong within our own right, which could translate into more confidence for ourselves. So fact bearers and truth tellers, we're going to stop hiding our lights under a bush. And the humility police, we're going to lower our weapons and step back. So I hope today's podcast has been quite beneficial to you guys. I'm so excited to be here. I know I sound like you know, I'm super energetic and happy. It's super early in the morning, but I really am happy to be here. I'm happy to share in this medium and in this space with you guys. And I'm hoping that you've learned the most from me. If you have any suggestions or if you want to share a letter or a situation that you might want included in a future episode, send that over to hi at drninaellishervey.com. Also in the show notes, you can find a way to make sure that you sign up for my free eight day Supernatural video course which is free when you sign up for my free e newsletter also make sure that you follow me across my social media that is listed down in the show notes as well and make sure you tune in to weekly videos on youtube and other mediums across instagram facebook and twitter again i want to thank y'all so much for being here with me i'm just over here like a pig in the mud i'm so excited about this and i cannot wait for our next episode talk to y'all soon Dr. Nina, beautiful brown baby doll, I'm out. Peace.